Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. We are back with another episode of Market Watch in partnership with Cadence. And today, Karen, Sean, what are we discussing? Today, guys, we're talking about private credit, what is it, and who's involved. Wow. Exactly. I'm your private credit, a credit for money. Do what you want me to do. Okay, stop. No more singing in this episode, Sean Linden. Let's let's introduce Karen our Karen Love She's such a she doesn't even know what that song is. That's Tina Turner, Karen. Oh, oh my god. god. This is so aging. <laughs> Such a millennial. That's Tina Turner. <laughs> Lord. Let, let's welcome back Prath, our guest. Prath, how are you? Good, guys. How you guys doing? We're good. Did you enjoy Sean's little Tina Turner uh performance there? Music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say much, Prath. I danced at your wedding, bro. That's true. I've seen your moves before. <laughs> All right. Well, before we, we delve deep into Sean's memory bank, let's get right to it. Why, why don't you give us an overview of uh, what's been going on in the market? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, this past week, I think the market was, you know, super focused on the stimulus package and, you know, whether or not this would kind of make its way through Congress before elections. Uh, I think at this point, it doesn't really seem likely, but, you know, I think the fact that the talks are at least ongoing uh, are kind of appeasing the market and not causing, you know, so much in the way of volatility. Um, And then additionally, we had, you know, obviously Thursday night's presidential debate, which, you know, frankly, didn't really move the needle for the markets, uh, as I don't think it really changed the trajectory and kind of expectations for for the outcome at all. Um, And then finally, we also saw the, uh, the market digest some a bit of good news uh, on the COVID front with uh, the big drug maker Gilead um, actually scoring a bit of a win here and getting an approval from the FDA on uh, that remdesivir drug, uh, which we all know is what the president took a few weeks ago. So it's a race, like, right, Pratt? It's a race between Pfizer, Johnson, yeah. and Johnson, and, and like who wins the race, and everybody's kind of figuring out where to put their money, right? It's like exactly a, it's a sprint, Hope- sprint to the finish. Hopefully, everybody wins the race. Frankly, for yeah. for all of our uh, benefit. So well said. <laughs> you should be a politician. 
I, I, I even <laughs> read Pratt I, I was Jeez. reading Pratt too. It doesn't really matter who wins the election, Republican or Democrat. The market naturally rises regardless of who wins after the election. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I think on the margin there's enough, you know, industries that kind of get buoyed either in either direction, depending on who wins. So net-net, uh, it's, it's kind of a moot point. All right. Well, so thank you for that update of what's going on in the market. So as we get started, let's just get the basics out of the way. What is private credit? Is it different from credit credit? What's yeah. credit credit? Credit credit. It's different than... Credit, you know credit. damn well what credit credit is. Credit credit is credit credit cards, credit credit banks, what's private credit? So so I think the best way to describe private credit is, um, you know, it's basically uh, credit that you can get from, you know, an institution or a firm that's not a bank, if you're like a consumer or a small business, um, or it's, you know, debt that you can raise um, outside of like the public debt market. So like in the private markets. Hold that thought for one second, Brian. I forgot to ask. You know me. I had a lot of my friends ask me, oh, man, I love this cadence. I love the investment. I love the investment platform. I want to get involved. But they were like, Sean, I don't have a million dollars sitting in my checking account right now. And it kind of practically kind of they kind of thinking that to get involved and be a part of cadence, you have to have a million dollars set aside. I know Karen is the only one on our team that was ready to jump in. I've already jumped in, but Karen was like ready to bring in her millions. Is is that true, or is there another way people can get involved? Time out, time out. I don't don't slight my bank. I got the money. Sorry, Matt. You're at nine hundred ninety nine thousand. Just in so minute, you don't know my. <laughs> Except for all of us here on this call, no, thank you, Karen. Sitting on literally millions. This isn't even a chair. It's just piles of millions of dollars. What could your average consumer do if they want to invest in Cadence, but they don't have a million dollars? Yeah, for sure. No, I didn't mean to confuse anyone with uh, with what was going on you know, last time. You know, the, the accredited investor rule uh, is what we follow. And so that means you either need a million dollars of you know net worth outside of your primary real estate, which is one way to meet the threshold. The other way is um, if you're a single kind of tax filer, you need to make at least $200,000 a year over the last two years. Um, or if you kind of file jointly uh, with somebody else, then it's a combined income of three hundred thousand dollars over the last two years. So those but are the two or D two all of the above, or D all of the above. Which if <laughs> but, really, but do you really recommend well. people still like reaching out to you guys, sending you guys a question if they have any questions, if they want to, get, if they still want to invest? Maybe you know just to kind of even find out, you know, projecting yeah. where they need to go. I would I like open the floor to people just kind of reaching out to Cadence because I think it's a good way to even just you guys are so open just even to sharing information about alternative investments. Absolutely. We're happy to talk to anybody. And the SEC that kind of governs this whole rule uh, has been slowly expanding their definition of what an accredited investor is. So like, I believe just a a month or two ago, they expanded it to like anybody who has certain SEC licenses, uh, for example. And we're hopeful that they continue to kind of broaden the scope of, of what it means to be accredited. So you're not restricting anybody from reaching out to you guys, in other words, right? Nope. Nope. We're we welcome any and all inbounds. Okay, wonderful. Are you good now, Karen? Yeah, um, I'm good on that. And I'm good, with, I'm good with all my enormous amounts of money. But I have to admit, I still don't know what private credit is. <laughs> what is the exact difference between the credit card I have in my pocket that I can use to pay for stuff and then pay it off later and private credit that I get from another non-bank entity? Yeah, so I think the primary difference is like that credit card that's sitting in your wallet is probably issued by a bank of some kind. 
Um, whereas, you know, there's a lot of firms out there that are like fintech lenders or they're non-bank lenders that are willing to provide you loans based on, you know, other criteria. Um, so it works really well for, uh, you know, if you're trying to consolidate debt, for example, there's a bunch of different firms out there that do that. Um, and any kind of like just, you know, credit card equivalents, um, if you're trying to look for a personal loan. So there's, there's a lot of non-bank firms out there that provide, you know, credit to, to consumers. So why would, a, why would a, a company or an individual come to you to seek private credit or, or versus public credit? Yeah, so, so the advantages of private credit are that, um, you know, depending on, you know, who you are, um, whether you're a small business or a consumer, um, and if you, you know, kind of can't get that, that credit from a bank for whatever reason, um, you know, there's a lot of these other firms out there that are willing to lend to you. Uh, based on, you know, different underwriting criteria that the bank may not be, uh, you know, so privy to. So, for example, if you're a small business and you've been around for, you know, less than a year or less than two years, um, you typically can't go out and get a, a loan from a bank because you need to see like three years of financials and et cetera. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, kind of fintech lenders out there that are willing to extend you money based on just how well your sales are doing over the last year, um, based on all sorts of proprietary underwriting models that they have. Um, so that's that's kind of the advantage. It's 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 catering to the unbanked or underbanked, if you will. Are the terms and rates comparable to a bank loan or a credit card? They're typically higher. Um, so that's kind of the trade-off. So because you know you're you're perceived to be a little bit riskier um, as a credit, you do tend to pay higher rates. Um, but you know I think as you gain more credit history uh, working with them, uh, a lot of times these firms tend to make the terms a little bit better for you in a shorter amount of time. Oh, as you build up your credit history with them, the terms become better. Yeah, oh. exactly. And and they also kind of group you into different demographics. So like, you know, um, they, they may be willing to, to kind of lower, lower your rates, if you will, if you come from certain sectors that they know perform better than others in a shorter amount of time too, just as an is example. It, is, it reg- is it regulated like the, like the credit credit? market like how <laughs> <laughs> like karen's market credit credit <laughs> it's uh it's actually largely unregulated actually um so that's that's kind of where some of the heat comes from in the industry is that you know they don't they don't play by the same rules as the banks because they're not taking deposits from you know people who have savings accounts for example they they're using actually private money on their end to typically lend out as well. So it's kind of a daisy chain of where they're getting their money and then lending to somebody at a higher rate and so forth. Is it risky? Well, it all depends, right? So kind of what uh, what I explained in the last episode around private versus public investments, uh, it's all about information. Um, so if, if you're a private credit lender and you have a lot of information about you know who your borrower is um, and you feel like you can make a really good credit decision off of it, I, I don't see it as being riskier than than you know a bank extending a loan to a well-established business. So Cadence is a private lender, right? No. So we actually just work with private lenders. Um, so our clients are both private lenders on one side of the market and investors on the other side. So we're kind of connecting the two together with our deals. And how do you connect the two? How do they work together? Yeah, so we structure these deals um, where... Uh, these private credit lenders are effectively selling us their loans that are on their balance sheet, and we're packaging them up and putting in, them into what we call special purpose vehicles. 
um, which are just you know, legal entities where all they do is just hold these loans. And we're issuing these notes to investors where the uh, repayment of those notes is purely dependent on the loans that we're purchasing from the lenders. Is that a kind of security? Do you bundle them up into a security and then people can invest in that? Is that what that yep. means? Yep, exactly. So we're securitizing these loans. Oh, that was so smart of me. <laughs> how do you assess and manage? Like, how do you what? How do you assess clients bringing people in on your into your platform and like making sure? What's your risk evaluation? Yeah, so it depends. Um, so a lot of these non bank lenders they they face different asset classes and different markets uh, and different borrowers. So you know we have kind of a an underwriting uh, guideline that we follow. Uh, typically, that just translates to looking at historical performance, um, seeing how well they're portfolio has performed over the last you know year or two years or however long they've been around um, figuring out you know how much of those loans have defaulted over that period of time um, let's just say you know five percent of everything that they've you know ever done has defaulted then that gives us a good sense of you know what to expect going forward and so we structure the deal in a way where we're basically covering at least five percent of losses going forward usually it's a multiple of that and that's kind of built into the deal, built into the, like the security that an investor would buy. Okay, go ahead. Okay, It's the Karen question. question. It comes every show. Go ahead, Karen. Okay, I'd appreciate the Karen question. Appreciate if you would take me seriously, guys. <laughs> if I want to invest with Cadence in one of your packaged, securitized group of private credit. Loans. Dun, 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 was that complete? That was on. That was on point. Give me the lead. music. It's Jaws. Here we go. What is? That's my genius music. Okay. Do I need a certain kind of credit score? What is your criteria? Is it is it the same as all of your other securities, or do you also need to be sitting on a million dollars? I'm just asking for a friend because I have that. <laughs> so as an investor, all you need to do is just check the box that you're accredited. Um, so kind of based on those rules. So, you know, we're waving in anybody who, who can meet those thresholds. Um, if your friend happens to, you know, have a non-bank lending business and they want to raise capital on Cadence, then they have to follow, you know, kind of a different set of qualifications that we can walk them through. Um, but, you know, again, we, we want to keep growing this market on both sides and Oh, so you work both ends. Oh, you work yeah, we work both ends. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because our team, our team, structuring all these deals from scratch, so it's uh, it's it's kind of you know soup to nuts in house. Oh, my friend's gonna be so into this. <laughs> I love it. Send them our way. <laughs> all right. Well, that brings to close. We thank you, Prath. Another episode of Market Watch. We've taught our listeners a new term. You knew about credit, credit. They're in your pocket. Those credit cards, but now. We're aware of private credit. So I'm your you private credit. No, we're done with the singing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Prath. Well, we appreciate this interesting lesson on private credit. Why don't you tell the listeners how they can uh, get in touch with you if they want to open a private credit account with you? Yeah, you can uh, go to www.withcadence.io. Um, you can sign up for a free account there. Check out all the deal flow that we have. We also have like a little chat bot there on the homepage. So if you have any questions around what we're doing or about private credit in general, uh, we welcome all conversations. Awesome. Well, again, that brings to close another exciting episode of Market Watch in partnership with Cadence. Uh, we thank you again, Prath, for coming, and we will look forward to more with you. Uh, I'm one half of 
or one third of two black guys with good credit. It's new math up in here. I'm Matt Smith. And like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And I'm Sean, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And like I say every week, keep your money in your damn pocket. Don't forget to shout us out. Send us a, send us an email at tbgwgc at gmail.com. That's the acronym for two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. Also, send us a review. Tell us what you think of this market watch, what you think of Cadence. You can always send us a review on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast or on Apple, iTunes. Leave us a message and let us know how you feel. Five stars is always appreciated, good people, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis. I'm a third of two black guys with good credit, and that makes me one black guy with good credit. And I'm out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.